Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, CD Podcast. Welcome back again for another episode. We got Deidre. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? We got Irma. What's going on? Hello. Greetings, Earthlings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. It's your boy Rob. We all back here again for another episode. Welcome back, good people. Making sure that y'all not left comfortless throughout the uh, for another one week two weeks that we've been right we almost gave y'all a a month break but almost almost yeah we decided to come back and you know give y'all some time because we appreciate y'all as an audience to give y'all an episode um y'all know y'all wanted to hear us anyways for real right so we are here we just been adulting so what has everybody been getting into it's been busy times for everybody i'm assuming i know for me my bills paid off my credit cards I feel you. I feel you. Um, Trying to understand if Sleepy Joe's, um, you know, Supreme Court is going to let him cancel out some of his debt. That's not going to happen. To start paying back the student loan. These, they don't like us. When I tell you they don't like us, they don't like us. What, us poor educated folk? I guess if you want to call us poor educated, sure. Technically speaking, we ain't gonna get the money, money we deserve until we get to our late thirties, early forties, and then yeah, and then y'all gotta realize this. Monetarily speaking, uh, we ain't getting no like Medicaid, Medicare. Like by the time we get to our turn, mm-hmm. it's gonna be pennies, my dude. Like we're not getting that. That's why we gotta we gotta invest now, have the money now, take care of ourselves now for them. Mm-hmm. So invest now, not in just your health, your overall wellness. Yes. But financially, like you were saying, Social Security, they've already moved that back to 67. So you, yeah, we ain't getting that. you're not getting it at 65. Um, by the time we get another 40 years, uh, 30 years, it's probably going to be 72. It is. Dang. And at that, it'll probably be $50 and um, some food stamps by that point. Right. That sounds terrible. I'm sorry. That's that, what it is. But that's what it's going to be. The way the people, they, they're trying to fold our taxes into other things. Yeah, that's that's. I'm not well, feeling it. I used to feel life insurance in college or whatnot, so I knew this was coming way back then. Telling my folks like, yeah, when like you're gonna get social security, like for my folks or our folks in general. But our generation, the one that's actually in school right now, we ain't getting shit. So clearly, we need to we need Absolutely. to somehow have fun, take care of ourselves, have bills, make families. And save for the future. And then save for the future. All while trying to keep saying. Now Good luck given, with that um, shit. And that's saving for the for the for the not so distant future and the distant future. Like right. why do we have four hundred one ks now so that we can have a quarter of a million dollars to live off for the last twenty plus years of our lives? Right. Is it really gonna cost that much? I think about that sometimes because me and my mom have had that discussion. I'm like. The hell you need a quarter million dollars for by the time you like Inflation is going to go and take you differently because you got to realize the way that it was something I was getting in a group chat. My my boys are talking about um, houses in the 50s and 60s and shit. Yes. It was eight grand. You buy a whole house in the 50s. In the 60s, you could buy a whole house for what? Less than $40,000? Right. And a nice house. Everybody gets their own bedroom and the yard. Not that's, bad. Where that, that's where that single family household could be like a single like income could be like, all right, I can stretch this bitch. I'll make 50. The house yeah. is 40. I'm good. The house is crazy as shit now. This house, man, please. But have you looked at the cost of living 
um, how it's changed or over the years versus like the salary, like the, um, was it the national uh, minimum wage? It, I did a case analysis. Like four or my, $5. Yeah, I did a case analysis on my own family. The dynamic of my father at my age now compared to myself at the age now. No. If I were to go and get married, I would have their same amount of income with the kids and the house and the bills. I said, but me single, I literally outpaced them by six years. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I have on it. So you're saying, D, do you need this inflation? Uh, yes. Because I only have a six-year gap between 33-year-old Rob Sr. Mm -hmm. and 33-year-old Rob Jr. <laughs> no, the reason why I'm asking that question is because I get that you you should have savings set aside for your future. Like, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. I'm one of them people that believe in legacy as well, too. You should leave something for your children, and your grandchildren. But the reason why I'm saying it, like, I'd rather have the $250,000 to split amongst them, not just to have for myself, for myself solely alone in retirement and to pay for burial expenses and stuff like that when I pass. But what mm -hmm. I'm saying is me and the vision that I kind of have for myself is like, I'm 33 now. Let's add 30 more years to that. You know, I'll be around my parents' age. I'll be closer to retirement. By then in my mind, I would pray that my kids is almost grown and that my house is pretty much paid for. So by the time that I do retire, you know, I have the comforts in life that I, I worked hard to get. I don't want to be in a situation where I'm in my 60s buying new shit and taking on debt knowing that I have to retire meaning I want my house paid off but I mm -hmm. also just want to pay the taxes on the house each year until the day I die I know but I'm gonna have my other living expenses expenses like my utilities and car insurance and different stuff like that but it's more or less like in between 60 and 80 is that really going to cost me the $250,000? And maybe I'm looking at it through a myopic view. I don't know. But I kind of think about it in that sense. It's just like, yeah. well, let's, let's, let's break it down. Say it's a cool $2,500, right? And so that's divided over. Say you make it another 20 years from 65. That's 85. 85, yeah. So divided by 20. What? Okay, that wasn't math. I don't know where to make means. So that's $12,500 for each year. Mm. If you take a quarter of a million dollars divided by 20. So you that's just a little over $1,000 a month. Oh, well, hell, never mind. Out monthly. <laughs> so you are absolutely... <laughs> never mind. Okay, so, um, so say you don't have to pay for your house. It's paid off. You don't right. Have, and you're just paying, like you said, like the little the taxes like, on the land and the house. Yeah. Yes. You know, say, okay, you're older, you can have food stamps because you're on a fixed income. That's mm -hmm. fine. You're not worried about food. But what about health insurance? You mm -hmm. still have to pay copays, premiums. Um, hopefully, you don't have to pay for um, medication, like it's a high bill. But the mm -hmm. older you get, naturally, the more health concerns you're going to have. Maybe you have a surgery, you know, here and there for that hernia that just, just couldn't help itself, you know? Because you're 73. <laughs> Stuff like that. These are all the things that we actually really realistically have to think about now. Gotcha. You only need 1.2 to be quite honest with you. True. 1.2 mil? Yeah. This is the reason why, right? Uh, and, and, and we got to get back on topic because we, true. <laughs> we got to go back. I'm just telling you, go you only at least that much because we plan for families, right? Everybody here plan on having families and it's cool. The aspect of having a family and you got to afford the husbands that y'all two have and then the wife in my case. And then the pitting of them that come from the people. So you got to realize, like, okay, like, 
Legally, you can't be homeless at like 14. At a certain point, you have to go and like, if you want to pass something on to them, you need the money to pass on. Then I see, then I'm still alive, so I'm not dead yet. So you have to, all that money has to be saved. You can't be like, well, I'm 65, I'm like, put me in the ground. Like, that's not how this works at all. I'm still here. Shit. So 1.2 oh, is it. the average that I used to sell when I was doing life insurance. So 1.2 mm-hmm. is what you need. Got you. So how we even get here? Oh, Lord. We were talking about prepared for the future <laughs> and life. And this is what happens Honestly, as millennials: people working, working and stacking, working and stacking. That's working, it. Stacking. We went down that rabbit hole because, like, that's adulting. That's what we're thinking about in our lives right now. Not, not we just go down those submarines. Look, all I'm saying is, we could have just. <laughs> uh, we could have. Uh, it could have. It could have been worse. I couldn't have been down in nobody's two hundred fifty, uh, twenty-five. Yeah, it? Quarter of a million dollars submarine seat. No. I, boom! It imploded on him. But yeah, so and now I was in church this morning. Well, Bedside Baptist, because we are coming to you guys from good old Zoom this time around. Um, but <laughs> I guess. <laughs> There you go. Did you, so, did you Zoom church as well? You went to. They put it on Facebook, so I can watch it on Facebook. So, um, so I was like, "All right, bet." So, of course, the pastor used that as a, as a you know way to say get right with the Lord. And I was like, I knew he was gonna do that because every pastor is probably gonna do that. Because all right, so he's been preaching a series about the rapture and the end times and stuff like that. And we like you back in church in the seats. No, people are there. That's not the problem. But he he was talking about the end times. That's been his whole series because he preaches in series. So he got to the last one today for the month. And he was like, um, because what most people don't know about what happened with the submiss... How do you say it? Submarine? Yeah. I always say it wrong. Submersive. Submersible. Thank you. Submersible. Is that, um, like, these people died in an instance. They didn't even know what happened. They didn't even feel it. It just happened. And he used that as an example of what will happen when the rapture happens. You ain't going to know what happened. It's just going to happen. And I was like, oh, okay. Got it. I mean, it's a good comparison. I'm just saying. But, <laughs> yeah, he used way that. To, way to bring current yeah. events into the church. Mm-hmm. Current events into a realistic perspective. Right. You think so, about end days the end times but by the time you guys hear this we're recording earlier because like we said we're all adults we're adulting got a lot on our plate plus the holidays coming up so good things there um y'all are here by now but i'm pretty sure people will still be dragging it by then because the memes were disrespectful completely (laughs) like i'm like i'm if i laugh at this god is gonna judge me on judgment day like so you laughed at five people who died in a submersible we don't take shit serious. We don't take shit serious. Fucking no, no, United I, States, that nigga fell off a bike. Niggas starting to make a bike memes about. He said, "Well, if he had a better right there, he could just fell off the bit." I said, "Just oh. leave." Like, come on, come on. When, when I saw a picture of Bill Hader like dancing <laughs> on a superimposed over the Titanic, yep, um, sunk, and it was like the ghost, the hundred and ten year old ghost. Of the Titanic celebrating that they got new uh they got new people to talk to. They What's have new like a hundred plus years after we died. And that is why I asked in the chat why would they name that that? When you name shit stuff, if you take on the connotation where it came from, prime example, my name came from some dude, Robert Goulet. I don't even know who we know who that nigga is. My grandmother named my dad off him because he was always Oh, Benson. 
the um the um the butler dude. Well, that was in the '80s, but he must have been popular before that in order for your daddy to get that name for you to get your so, name. Yeah, he got that name because that nigga was always on a horse going somewhere. Now that nigga can't never say home. Then he gave me that name, and clearly, like, so you have to go in when you name things. Realize what you name them from. Like the Titanic, I would never name something that's going in water. <laughs> a Titan <laughs> already has the the problem of. <laughs> it's like, you know it's the the type of submarine is called a Titan. No oh, good. I thought it was Titanic. I'm about to say no, no, no. It's called the it's Titan. Hilarious. Submersible. They but went no, to go visit submersible. the Titan. Well, yeah, I got you. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, so, so we yeah. just had a, we just had a little bit of what's going on in our life to what's going on in the world outside. What else people got going on? D, what else you got going on this past week? What you got? Have we talked since my birthday? We have not. No. How's the bonsai doing? Me and Rob got deal bonsai. <laughs> the bonsai is living. What'd you say? Excuse me. I said, did she kill it yet? Oh. No, it's alive. My bonsai is alive. My bonsai's name is Cherry because it is a it, it's a miniature cherry bonsai tree. Hey. Uh, so uh, Cherry, Cherry. There we go, Cherry. I like Cherie. that better. Yeah, um, Cherry, the bonsai tree. She hasn't hey. fruited yet. It's cool. Um it's living. My grandma also got me a plant for my birthday. Um, so I have a pothos. They want you like keep things alive so we have hopes for the children. Oh no. Oh my god. Um so (laughs) I have a pothos. I'm taking care of that as well. That was a birthday gift for my grandmama. Um I had brunch with slay friends, Irma and my friend Lanisa. Um, and that was really cool. We went to Miss Toya's Creole house in downtown Silver Spring and the food was really good and the drinks were really good and the atmosphere is really dope and they have a chair that swings from the ceiling that's really dope i want that in a house one day they said it's not the most shut up rob um it's, it's, so you gonna tell me shut up that you didn't you didn't even give him a chance so for you to say okay. something slick out your mouth no you can't <laughs> so yeah so um yeah it was nice what else did i get for my birthday plants gift cards time with my friends money for my daddy um, <laughs> you went down that same weekend. I went down that Sunday afterwards. Oh, we had crabs, so he got me crabs for my birthday. Nice. We had crabs. You were um, talking about crabs at brunch. You like? Do we like crabs? Because remember, I was crab legs. Right, y'all are crab legs. I'm like, no, nah, we gonna crack these crabs open. So what's the funny little, was get into the little gut, right? So we were supposed to go to dinner because my dad was like, oh, I'm going to take you to dinner for your birthday. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then um, so I'm sitting there talking about crabs. Da, 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 da. I was like, okay, cool. So he leaves. I'm like, where did dad go? I'm looking at my mom like, where did daddy go? Like, she's like, I don't know. Da, da, da. He comes back. Crabs galore. I was like, bet we got to go out now. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. happy too. So what you thought that man was doing? That man said something. Then he, then he left. Then he came up with a thing. He said he was going to go. So no, she was talking about crabs. I was she talking was, about crabs. And he said, no. "Oh, that's what she needs. I'm, I'm gonna go get it." He said he don't have to lead a house. You don't have to like eat at nobody else's restaurant. Yeah. So I was Drink like, all he wants. You don't got to lead a house, right?" So we was outside cracking them open. I was like, "All right, bet." So birthday came around. Uh, it's been pretty chill, pretty cool in between it. Not too much to really, you know, cha cha about. 
<laughs> it's life. We're in our thirties. It's the same old, same old. Work home, work out, eat healthy, go out to happy hour occasionally. Um, make sure we don't mess up our lives. Have some type of spiritual grounding and keep it moving. I don't know what people expect from us. I'm be real with you, but that's a whole nother podcast topic. Are anyway, um, it is a whole nother podcast because let's talk about not giving a fuck. That's what I've come to. That that has been the most liberating realization of my life. Mm. I don't have to give a fuck about what, what nobody else thinks. Oh, you finally hit that in your thirties. Welcome, me that. and Rob have been there. I hey, forgot you're the, the youngest hey, out of the bunch. Congratulations. Do the thing, do the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, literally. What other people think is not my problem. Nah, I, I, nah. I have to live with this. Don't nobody else have to live with it. Right. I have to live with it. How I feel about me is what matters. Fresh. And like I've like the more I hang out with like hung out with my granddaddy and like older people, and you're like, oh, they really like this, and they don't care if anybody else cares. And I'm like, I need to get like that. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful feeling. It's very nice. It's a beautiful feeling. So I know we got D Irma to get yours. Um. I have been <laughs> in bachelorette mode, bachelorette uh, party mode, getting this ready for my cousin's wedding in hey. August. Um, so we're planning this dope-ass bachelorette party. It's going to be very interesting. And while I was talking to the bridal party, and we were talking about like things we want to do that weekend, and I was like, oh, we're all, you know, over our 30s, we can't be doing that messy stuff we were doing in our 20s. We are definitely going to be eating breakfast before we go out and do day drinking. We're going to be hydrating. Hydrate. So, and it was, and somebody was like, you had to say that like that, didn't you? Why? I'm like, because we're not in our 20s. Y'all want to be 20 again? Oh, no. I mean, that's what I'm saying. To all the 20 year olds, but and like the 30 year olds who still think they in their 20s, God bless. Because I don't know how they do it. That's why I said it's a whole nother podcast for another day. But, uh, <laughs> but that you come to a lot of realizations in your 30s that one, you really have more time ahead of you than you do behind you. Mm-hmm. So you have opportunity. And so that's something that you weren't really like processing in your 20s. Like you had to figure everything out. Then you literally don't. You could change your career 17 times yeah. until you find out what you want to do. And that's just fine. Thanks. Yeah. So I'm getting philosophical on here since we don't have a <laughs> set topic. So I'm like, let me just talk about my life and the things that I've I've uh, discovered. We got time. Uh, we got plenty of time. We got, we got time. We got time. So let's see what I got for the the week that happened. What you been up to? Making sure the fam was good. That's always a good objective. Learning more stuff about my family uh, than like my mother and father in the relationship and like them getting older. And seeing them, but like yeah. marriage-wise, and getting older, and seeing them dependent upon each other—not so much of like, oh, I need you to survive, but like, I, I can do what I want to do. But I kind of want to just be watch, watch TV with my wife and sitting around eating these dinners and shit. And I'm like, y'all want to go out? They were like, Bobby, why? Where are we gonna go? So I end up sitting down with them and watching them TV with them, watching like Je- Jeopardy and other stuff. I'm like, this is this is actually pretty good. We ain't spend no money. The money that we spend is already here. We got family time. We chill. Uh, thinking about what I'm going to get. So Lloyd, he doesn't know. But I'm thinking about getting him uh, this for his birthday so that we can all see it. Oh, true. That's what's oh, wow. That's nice. So, oh, he likes great. beats. And I'm going to, obviously, he listens to the podcast time to time, so I'm going to, I ain't going to say it. But this, mm-hmm. you can hear it, not see it. 
Think about these two. Put them together, he can make his own beats and whatnot. He has a very good repertoire of old school ear. Mm-hmm. Like you hear something from uh, beat like Bell Bel- Devoe, BBD, and whatnot, and mm-hmm. take it back to oh, this is the original where it came from. He's like my first Marcus, essentially. Gotcha. Like beats or whatever, but he was like going through the crates like he knows. So give him this to look up the internet and then give him this to make him he'd be straight. Like give him that stuff. Sister has come up on her birthday, so I don't know what to get her. She like going out and stuff, probably just send her somewhere. And then um as for myself, just trying to be a dad too soon. And um enjoying this house the best way I can. That's pretty much the easiest thing I can say compared to the debauchery that I do not do because I'm a good so great you know your house last year you said wasn't ready for a birthday party guess what it's ready this year so we're gonna have ready this year for it is let me see this and i will be here because i leave the next week yeah that makes sense okay birthday party at your house great yeah we can do that it's a lot it's a lot easier because we don't have to do too much cleanup so yeah all right so that thank you for that insight so that is gonna happen so this is what i'm here for Oh Lord! Yeah. All I need to do is buy a speaker, and then a uh, um, Amazon. Amazon. Now that now that I might I might not have. Um, I'm just saying, one person that I'm not running nameless actually tried to pay me in cat. Um, true story. I wanted food, right? Um, she was slick, and she tried to pay me with said cat, and I said, "Hey, get out." So, um, yeah. What what were you being paid for? This dude, you need to hold a whole podcast yourself called Rob's Dating Chronicles. So long story short, long story short, young lady, she was very adamant about staying, of like trying to entertain. I use the word entertain. I like the word talk. I'm talking to you as an Irma and you as in D because we are having a conversation. Okay, entertaining someone is someone that you actually want to be involved with to be able to have that community and shit. So. She wants to go and chain me with um, that bite or whatnot. I said, hey, man, I'm a big dude. I kind of like eating. Like, can you cook? This woman had to ask her mother, and I hope she listened too. She had to text her mother, what do you feed a man in the morning for breakfast? Um, that's how I knew. Red flag. Um, that's how Red I flag. Curse. What? Because me personally, it doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman, a child, a dog, a frog. I know I'm a cook. Some food and you gonna eat the food and that's why every weekend my man is happy because I fixed breakfast. Yeah, and it's not even a big idea of the food. The love is what counts because I get in the, I get in the kitchen I cook, not knowing anything. Anything. That's nothing, bad. No that's bad. Like, so like, I, would, like I would be like, so what? What would you cook for yourself? Forget about me. Right. What do you make? Right. When you have that pain in your stomach that says, ooh. Uh, she probably, does she go out and buy food all the time? So the answer was Chick-fil-A. Um, oh. The answer was Chick-fil-A. That was the answer. was Chick-fil-A. So I said, you know what? It's Sunday, right? First of all, Chick-fil-A. There's no Chick-fil-A on Sunday. They're not open. So, right. Um, um, I know the little chicken sandwiches, all right. The little breakfast sandwiches with the sweet bread is all right. But, but you like, know what was crazy? I had food. Too hot on it. You had what in the fridge? My food is not, my food. fridge is only only dry on my two week spell because I do meal prep and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There was food in the fridge. If you just open the fridge up, be like, you oh, I've seen my mother make something out of nothing with my own food. I said, where was that? And she cooked. <laughs> me. She said, all right, well, don't worry about it. My dad came back and was like, oh, here's the I said, when 
next thing left over stuff, I said, I said, oh. And you know, that that woman made something for him and not for me. I said, but this is not cool, though, mommy. You just skipped it. Gone. That mindset was like, man, fuck this nigga in the house. Like, I'm going to feed my husband. Get the fuck out of here. And I was like, I can respect that. I'm not going to lie. I can respect it. I said, I'll buy more food. You can't buy you another husband. I was like, cool. You just got to do it. But yes, yeah, just bo- even boiling an egg. Would you have been impressed with some boat? Something. I, I, don't tell me, hey, y'all, y'all want to cook out? Yeah. And there's nothing here. There's no food. <laughs> there's no, there's I'm no like, where the food at? There's no food. Ain't no food. There's no, there, there's no TV. There's no speaker. You get sitting here in an empty trap house, right? Uh, sitting down like, make it work. You're like, you're too old for this shit. You're too old I- to not. I got a quick tangent question, though. Quick tangent yes, question. Yes, because yes. it reminded me of this meme that I saw. If, you, if y'all go to a party, do you expect there to be food? No. At our age now, yes. Yes. At our age now, yes. I'm not talking about know. a campus party. Campus parties never count. You might be happy if you get a bag of No, I'm talking about like the, the parties that I'm usually accustomed to or whatnot. Those parties, when I was in my 20s, you know you had a good host when you was already whatever you was doing. And there was something there to pick you back up. And mm-hmm. then there's food. It's great people specifically. Right. Like, like wings or something. But you not, if I go to a party and I'm getting like. Well, now, no. They're going to give me celery sticks. I'm leaving with the bottle, right? First, I'm just fucking your whole house. The bottle so I, I came with, I'm leaving with. I'm and I might with leave bottle. with another bottle. That's none of you. But if I get there and I'm like, you know what? That is grilled cheese sandwich. Somebody made that shit from scratch. This is crazy. That I might leave that bottle. Like yes, yeah, we're old enough to know that food comes with certain things. You with celebration, like make some. Yeah, have somebody bring food, some yeah. chicken. Have somebody make some deviled eggs. I don't care. Yeah. Do something. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to a party. Yeah. Without food, food needs to be there. This is true, and it depends on the host as well. Being a host and watching people host, I'm like, okay, I'll it's totally those. different. I'll see that. Like, but that I understand. But if you told somebody to come into your space and be like, "Ah, right, you come over, relax," and you come over, okay, well, you gave me liquor and then no food. Now I'm like trying to trap me. So at that point, I'm like, "How do I sober up? Like, how do I get out of here?" And you're like, mm, "You can just drink water. Water. I'm out." Also, there's a, it's a cultural component. I don't know, D. Like when visitors came, southern mm. hospitality people came over you're yeah offering- you gonna have food messing with my people is gonna be food it don't you matter who have- you are I went to her grandmother's house just to say hi randomly and got offered a whole zucchini bread like what it's food like it's, if, it's people, if they know people coming you're gonna have food to eat it's like a it's a thing i'm told people not to come out of food this reminds me of everything i told people not to come there's no food this week don't come here don't come i can't here. offer you anything that's real and, and if they bring their own food in, that's a different story. I'm okay with that. I'm going to feel a little disrespected. But that's okay with that because they, they came prepared. They just wanted your company in your venue. You provide the venue, they provide the food. I can respect it. Unless it's I'm a just, potluck situation. Yes. So you have options to for food to be there. My point is that food needs to be there. Yes. Um, I agree. I was what because there was this get this interview on the street and it was asking like the difference between black people and white people. White people were like, no, I don't expect there to be food at the party. White people were like, yeah, okay. there better be food at that party. I'm not showing up if there's no nothing. Right. That's what they want to do. Well, speaking of parties, let's get into the sophisticated ones that we all have experience in. Woo! 
Clubbing and lounging. Lounging and clubbing. Clubbing and lounging, ladies and gentlemen. Clubbing and lounging. So let me get the <laughs> definition off before we get started so we see if this thing makes any sense compared to our clubbing and lounging date. Well, lounging date for me, I need to be clubbing. Um, so <laughs> I'm not. This is too I, I got to sit down somewhere. All right. So basically, um, clubbing and lounging. So basically, a lounge I have um, is defined as an establishment that serves alcohol, often plays soothing music, or television shows in the background. So that's one definition of a lounge. And then a club, my definition of a club, it could be a club or a pub. So pub, I'm looking at like, so it's pub, clubs, and lounges. A pub is going to be like loonies. If you're not from the DMV area, it's essentially a college bar located in College Park, Maryland, where basically you can go there and get whatever you want to get for $20. Um, so basically, you, whatever you want to get for 20 Get shots, real shots, real shots, uh, chicken fingers, food, get, mm -hmm. get all, whatever you want. Twenty. You can with your beer for seven dollars. If you want a hangover, hangovers, that's the hey, place to go. That's what you want. So a step don't suggest it. Would be a club, ladies and gentlemen. So a club essentially, all right, you can still go to that venue and get what you need to get, but it's going to be a little more upscale. You might have to wear. Uh, a different type of venue. Now, this is different clubs. Different type of venue, different type of clothing. Uh, you can still go and get, uh, I can't say shit, face it. All right, so if you still can go and um, drink that you want to drink, but essentially it's going to be some type of decorum. You can still have fun there and understand, like, all right, I am here for a good time. My friends are here for a good time. Maybe you have to buy me a table so I can look cool. I don't know what the people in your club is. I'm too okay. But um, <laughs> so going <laughs> into lounges, you get to say, oh my God, my best part. Um, people come to you, you get waited. I like lounges more so than like jazz lounges specifically. Mm. Jazz lounges. But going to those locations, you get a certain type of crowd, different sophistication, different types of people where they get to go to uh, enjoy the ambiance, which is one of the five things I was going to get into for today's uh, topic. Um, but what is your take between the club and lounges, ladies? What What's the difference? What's well, I know clubs don't really exist anymore like they used to when we first kind of came up and was like in that age. After you turn 18, you can go to the club and stuff. So yeah. like for us, we are all in the DMV. There used to be a huge club culture in DMV. A lot of the clubs that we used to go to are no more. Um, like, uh, do people still go to live? Oh, God. Uh, there used to be live, Ibiza. Um, love. 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 What's the other one I'm thinking about? Oh God, it'll come I mean, to me. It's quite a few. Fur, Ultra, um, Ball, Ultra Bar, yeah. Pure. What was the other one? Stadium Club. Oh yeah, Pure. Um, and a lot of them have shifted away from being like a club where you used to go and you used to dance. Like we are millennials, so we were those millennials where when we was going to the club, they make fun of it now on the internet how we were dressed in like um, the, the office attire because of the dress codes. It's like why are we going to the club and you had on like a blazer and some shorts and some some heels or like something crazy that looked off the wall. Unfortunately, that was us. I used a picture somewhere like Absolutely. me and my friends in the club in love at that. So I gotta find that joker. It's hilarious my hair was gone because it was hot up in there people was dancing we was having a great time um for the wrong shoes i could never enjoy the club for long uh well yeah and that was my issue too it's like i want to sit down and then that's the thing with vip it's like you can only sit if you're in vip if not you're gonna be standing the whole night and your feet are going to be burning but that's a whole nother thing so 
an hour and a half into it. You got uh, there at nine thirty, ready to go at eleven. Yeah, so that's the mm-hmm. thing as well too. As versus lounges, which is the culture now, especially here in the D in the DC, DMV. I'm about to say DC area. In the DMV, it's like all those places we just named are either clubbed or they closed or they convert it to lounges so it's meaning it's coming in you got your food you got your drink sit over here sit down and talk we still have our vip areas of course but you know even same thing with going to society we have been proud supporters of this establishment for probably close to 10 years and they just like this is how long i've been going to society in silver spring this is their third revamp of their um their rooftop. They just redid their rooftop again. And I'm like, I done seen three different versions of this place. Of the rooftop. It, it does like, get better. It does evolve with the times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea of, like, hookah was not a big thing oh, 10, 15 years yes, ago. Yes, yes. Um, and with the that sit-down culture, and they, like, you pay for $60 for hookah, they got mm-hmm. you because you're going to want to buy a drink while you're sitting there. You're going to want to buy food. So they're banking off of that. You know, that and brunch culture has, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has dominated the lounge restaurant look of things. Because, like, we're, for the bachelor party, we're looking at um, a place called Air. And Air knows how to mix all of that. That brunch culture, that lounge culture, that outside seating so you can hookah. And if you have a place that com- combines that, that's more of the vibe that people are looking for. Not really the fight scene in the club. Somebody stepping mm-hmm. on someone's Jordans. Right. And see, that was even rare back then because of the freaking dress codes they used to have in D.C. that was so freaking oppressive. It was just like, okay, you can't wear Jordans. You can't wear a cap. You can't wear this. You have to have a button down. You have to have a sweater. I know for guys and then for girls, the dress code wasn't as enforced. But I know for dudes, it was always terrible. Like, I mean, uh, you don't want to get in that way. You got to pay like the extra dub to like get in the actual club. Right. To pay for more drinks for more people, right? To be able to go to enjoy yourself because it, it, it still didn't under. I still didn't understand the concept of it, but now I'm getting older. Understanding, all right. As you go and you're going into the area that you're in, a lot of people in here work in like dressing up stuff mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get their money yeah. in their club. Mm-hmm. So the money essentially, you gonna work on Capitol Hill and you want to go, you have your good time. You go to a um like a, a dinner spot. Dinner spot turns into a club spot. Club spot turns into an after hour spot. They want you to wear that suit that you had on at five o'clock that entire night. And, and the idea that money right then and there. Yes. And also if these people are walking around looking for places to go to, what's gonna attract them? More people in suits that look like them, or Correct. if you have the the baggy jean mm. air force sh- uh, what is it, dress what is that big old shirt? That people, the big white tee, the white tee, yeah, the dress. A so basically, that dress comes down to your knees. It definitely passes you, but it's like literally. Did you wear a a, a, a shirt dress? Then you if you want to go white jersey dress. Then if you want to go and get old old school, you had the people that had like back in the high school days. They had like Looney Tune characters. Oh my god! Please no. On those Buck Bunny smoking weed, like on those jackets. Yes, race car jackets, lot twenty nine jackets from Macy's. Oh, if no, I'm no. not mistaken, A-U-S. yes, and all that, yeah, yeah, all that. Pepe, so, beautiful time. Yeah, you're a business. Think of how you would think now. You're a business person. Your corporation is taking you out for brunch or whatever, and you see that type of attire. Are you, you're like, I don't think this is type the place we should be. You know, eating or drinking. This is what people around you might say. We went to a happy hour in the Rio, and one of the um, 
chicks from it was from it was one of your what, so somebody was like oh yeah the real i need to leave before it gets dark because i heard this is where the um teenagers come to brawl really down there in that yeah. lily white plate okay Mm, I'll leave that one on. So there. I'm just that's okay. an example of like some people heard something word of mouth. I'm like I've never seen that, and I've, I'm here all the time. And if they do, the police are right there. So you you hear word of mouth as somebody's like impression of something, how that can affect like them not staying to spend money. They're like I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I I'm sorry. Were there any places like that that had a reputation back then? I'm trying to think if love. they do. Yeah, well, love was always. love was dream, and I think somebody got shot, and then they turned it to love, and then they always got to yeah. fight in there. Yeah, that's why I city city winery now. <laughs> like, like people mm. got to fighting, and if, if it wasn't the gunshot, it was the brawling. Like people had weapons, pulled weapons out of nowhere, right? Like pump razors. I'm like, well, you know, DC, we still got the go go culture, so but they try to kill it. Culture. You're going into each of these things. I, I shit you not. I've never been to a go-go that's never ended in a fight. So essentially, what happens is that that's how you know the letter literally what happened? We started shooting. Okay, you got time to know. Some shit didn't happen. Which actually leads me to my next portion. <laughs> the five aspects between clubs and lounges. Mm -hmm. You got the structure, the ambiance, the music, the seating, and the decor. Okay. So between those two ladies, so we're going to go into the structure. For the structure for y'all mindsets, what do you see in a club structure-wise? Structure. Mm, open space. I'm just about okay. to say that you need a warehouse. You need an open dance floor, fewer tables for people to sit. Bars. Mm -hmm. A roped-off area for the people who want to pay for VIP. Yeah. Um, a DJ booth that's probably up high in some manner. Or if you have multiple DJ like floors. Thank you. Forgot about that. Because it was some clubs that had multiple floors with different genres of music that was playing too back then. Um, don't break the equipment. The, the music is high so they can don't break the equipment. If you put it on the same floor of people, somebody bump into the, bump in the table. <laughs> so, that sounds like a college party. Um probably some lit. What uh what for what? The structure? You you froze for a second. Yeah. Yeah. You said it's probably some lit. No, I said some lit walls. You know how the, the lighting is in places like that. It's just weird, and it's not gonna be very bright as opposed to a lounge. A lounge is yeah. a little bit brighter. Clubs were definitely darker. Like it had enough light to be considered. Like you can see the people around you. That's why you be meeting. Like you meet somebody at a club, and you like, oh, they cute, and you go outside. No, the fuck they not. Um, Yikes! Like, like where'd that come from? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the real thing. So, with that being said, the structure of a club, we got open space, different floors for different places, maybe different type of music each floor. We got VIP sections, but essentially you want people together. You want people like dancing or whatnot. Mm. What about the structure of a lounge? So, it's kind of the opposite. It's, a, it's definitely better lit. Mm -hmm. okay. um, you might have a, a dance area around where the DJ is, but they're still going right. to find ways to work tables, smaller tables, yeah, smaller sections. I got the price too going up too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I got the price going up in the lounge because it's like, all right, 
you can go to a club and dance your ass off, right? That's cool. But you got to play for the city. You can chill out a little bit. You might have a smaller dance floor, but you still want to think about, all right, bro, like that drink is 20 pounds. Yeah. It's going to cost more because you have to pay. You're paying for the ambiance, the decor. At the club, you're not ordering food no. for real unless oh, you not. can get it at the bar. So that's also, I think, D, what you were saying um, about how these older clubs have transitioned to lounges because they're trying to find ways to bring in more revenue, to bring in more money. That makes so. sense. They have the liquor license. Hmm? That too. And it was awkward back then if you went to a club and you did get food. It was always funny to see because back then you were standing at a bar. You weren't really sitting at a bar. So it was funny when they did offer food because... Like, now you're standing at the bar while it's people behind you either talking or dancing. Like, you can't even eat your food in peace. No. Like, so. When y'all go to a club or a bar, like, the ambiance of that joint. So, the ambiance of a club. You go into a club. What do you expect to see off the field? Because now we just said see it. Now we're feeling about, what do you feel about when you go to a club? Like, the ambiance of it. It's definitely darker. Mm-hmm. It's darker, it's crowded, because for some reason, it's like a, a person proximity, uh, not person, uh, what is it, maximum? They, they don't matter for some reason when the we max, used to go to the club, the I swear. Yeah, they, want your, they want your money quick. If the drinks are cheap, they think of loonies, right? If the drinks are cheap, mm-hmm. I want as many heads in there as I can for the sell these cheap, cheap drinks. I'm trying to get it in. I'm trying to get this money. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really worried about... Most of your uh, safety. I'm not gonna hold you. Um, I'm not worried about that too much. I'm trying to get these drinks out the door. And um, versus a lounge, a lounge, the ambiance, we gonna let less, less people in, mm. but the price is gonna go up. Or you'll be able to relax a little bit. Or you can actually see the people you're talking to. Hopefully, that in the, in the right. Lounge. And it's like with clubs as well, too, what you're saying with ambiance, it's like you're not going to be able to hear the people that you come to trying to talk to them because the music is going to be so loud. So yeah. that's one thing as well, too. The yes. red, Most of your drinks is going to be mailed, made off of rail liquor, which is going to be like, it's not going to taste that great. That's the difference between a lounge. If you go to a lounge, now don't get me wrong, some of them are making their drinks off of rail liquor. You um, don't specify. Huh? If you don't specify, yeah. If like, you don't specify, you just say like, Coke. They're gonna give you that. But if you're like, right. oh, let me get this specialty drink off with the Bacardi, menu. or like I want my rum and Coke with Bacardi. If you don't tell them, they'll be like, well, here, here you go. Um, but what I was gonna say too is, I feel like lounges have a better curated um, mixed drink menu. Period, because they're working with bartenders who could take that rail liquor and turn your rail liquor like cosmopolitan or any type of mixed drink and make it taste like you have a quality. A quality mixed drink. You mm. get what I mean? Like you can't get that at the club. It, whoever no. is at the club usually as a bartender is somebody they just hide off the street most time. Basically. I hate to say that. <laughs> like yeah, just got their bartender license because you make making them quick and fast mm-hmm. these drinks. You have to make a large amount of them. You don't have time to add a certain special syrup, a simple syrup in a in a in a flame. Hey, you want this drink shot up? Yeah, here you go. That's seven dollars. You just keep it going. It's the it's the easier way in, like monetarily. Be like, all right, bet. Come to a club, you know what you want to expect. Come to a lounge, you know what to expect. Yeah. Now, ladies, the music. Um, the music <laughs> mm-hmm. of a club. What's what's the club music, man? What's 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 that looking like? We talked about volume, but DJs. <laughs> absolutely matter more in the club than they do in the lounge yeah. i think yeah. it's imp- 
important, but there are other things for people to get caught up in the lounge. The club is really 50% of what you got. Right. So with music, I would say it's always going to be whatever is current. Even And here's the comparison between the two. Even with like current lounge culture, comparing it to like club culture back in the day when it was still club culture, especially in this area, it's the same music. You just change the atmosphere like a teeny bit. So they're playing a lot of the... And then I have friends that are DJs, and there's a reason behind that. A lot of the same songs that we was in the club with in, like, our early 20s and stuff is some of the same songs that we're hearing now when we go to brunches and when we go to lounges. And it's a lot of the same songs that, like, for the little bit of clubs that do exist, or not even that, for the people that's younger than us. So we're in our early 30s. So there's people that's going out to lounges and brunches and stuff as well, too. And even at their venues that's geared more towards their age range, they're listening to all the same songs. Um, one of my friends that's a DJ on Twitter, he kind of broke it down to be like, okay, the reason why this is happening is because of the quality of music that's coming out. Pretty much after 2010, you stop getting club type music to where people want to go out and people want to hear it and bop to it and kind of dance. Everything mm-hmm. now is depressing as hell. It's slowed down. It's not danceable. It's not something that you want to have a fun and a good time to unless you talking about shooting somebody up. Like we're slowly getting back to that, especially on the female rapper front. But as far as like hip hop and R&B to have that feel good vibe to it like after 2010 you don't get that so that's the reason why wherever you go most of the music you're hearing is coming from like your mid to late 80s to almost up until 2010 it's just yeah. recycled so i mean i i hear where that's coming from but also i think there are some artists that like specifically are making these short songs because they yep, realize yep. they don't need a they don't need a full song for it to get played in the club they realize that only a snippet of it can get mixed in right and a DJ sample. He talked about that as well too in the the changing landscape of music. If you listen to a song now, a song no longer has a bridge. A song is like two minutes and thirty seconds. It's no longer like or five less. minutes anymore. I saw a, yeah. minute, a minute twenty on the other day. I was like, this is the whole song on an album. It's right. And okay. it's because of music changing, attention spans changing, TikTok and Instagram is driving how music is created now and artists are starting to follow that. So while you might have your TikTok you know, feel good TikTok person, song creator, rapper, whoever who might have a feel good song and the DJ might drop it at the lounge or at a club or whatever. You only got like one minute and 30 seconds of airplay compared to 50 cents in the club getting mixed up with Mary J. Blige getting mixed up with like somebody else for like a good five minutes. So these older artists are still getting love from younger generations, possibly because of that in my mind, as opposed to somebody who just made, Oh, this is real cute. All right. Bye. Get back to what's going to make us move. Like, yeah. So it is weird. I think that doesn't serve them because if it's some things that are too short are forgettable right most of these artists are forgettable now i hate to say that it's it's rare that we get a new artist in our generation to 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 be somebody that's memorable especially with the male artists i hate to say it like that but it's true it makes sense so like why j cole made the fall off basically with that song on the um the kod album Mm. essentially you making these uh quick snippet like uh quick snippet songs you're not going to be memorized you're going to be on desperate housewives you're going to be having to figure out what to do next so never stop touring and you need to go and make just something that's memorable mm-hmm. if you if somebody can recite your song word for word five years after it came out you did okay if that song is gone in two weeks why there's a reason why stevie wonder song uh album is still 
memorable and amongst the best to his day because he understood the formula of, yeah. you know, of, of versus the core, the hook, you know. And how everything fits together and molds. Yeah. It's just different. It's different now. It's and these different. kids don't study their past either with music to know where to take it. And that's been the biggest thing. Because y'all heard about that one rapper girl who never heard Area Codes by Ludacris. I said, I know this bitch yes. lying. I said, I, I know she lie. lying. Because ain't... You lying. She's the same age as my brother. I asked my brother, I said, you heard Area Codes by Ludacris? He was like, yeah. And I was oh like, God. so she gotta be lying. That's like when Lotto said she ain't never heard... Um, What's the song her Mar- she sampled from Mariah Carey? Was it Honey? One of them. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It was, oh, no, it wasn't Honey. But um, she sampled that. She was like, oh, no, I never heard that by Mariah Carey. And I was like, you a bold face liar, yo, because everybody's Honestly, heard that song. Like, come on, sis. Like, I'm also not surprised how people have ghostwriters and somebody else will mm-hmm. write the song, give them the beat, and, like, this is how it goes, and they'll just sing it, and they can technically never have heard it in their life. That's so they really write their music. Somebody could have brought her the whole area code's hook, the sound of it, I got hoes in different area codes, the whole thing. Right. But the weird part to me is like for you to be a musician and to be around music and to be a black musician at that, like you're at cookouts, you're at clubs, you're at lounges, you listening mm-hmm. to the radio. Music is always around us as a people. Mm-hmm. So it's like you've never heard area codes by ludicrous like about black music in this area error also is that it's no longer just a quester to us because mm-hmm. the, inter- the internet has opened up so much po- so many possibilities even tyler the creator doesn't even want to be called a rapper anymore he wants to be called alternative right he feels like he's taken from so many different genres so i think like black music what the kids are hearing mm-hmm. yeah. is not necessarily just in this one corner of the world anymore it's not something it's not. that can, you can hear it and it's like oh that's black music right and it's affecting the clubs and the lounges and it's just it's what it is half the time i don't think people are paying attention to what they listen to anyway at the club for real not really yeah so listen to, the beat. listen to the beat bob their head I'm like all right cool let me get another drink and that's, that's pretty much it unless you're me because y'all been out with me and i'm like wait a minute they just took that where? They took it there? All right, where you going to go after this? All right. That's because you're a music kid. You know, you hear music like, I should go for this and this, go for that and all that. I'm like, all right, bro. You, oh, look, yeah, you they got sampled this from from, from <laughs> something. Bro, I'm like, okay. Yeah, all right, there you go. If we ever got held hostage and had to get let go off of music trivia, I feel like you'd be like, so she going to answer all the questions. Uh, if, if that is the case, just kill me now. If, if I got to go for music, music I saw listen to music. Literally, Luda, chicken and beer. That was my first. Like, you know what? This is a good. Listen to it, church. So, um, oh, no. Church? Nice. no, 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 no. Back to clubs and lounges. Let me get into this. Uh, so clubs and lounges. So seating. Okay. Club seating at lounges. So seating in a club. What are we looking like? VIP section. You are gonna have to pay what? Back in the day, it used to be like what five hundred for a section, and people splitting mm-hmm. a bottle. You get your little cranberry. Your your bottle, you got your your orange juice and your ice, bitch. It's a thousand dollars now, and at a lounge, you said depend on where you go. It could be it used to be two hundred, two fifty thousand. That was still pricey, right? And now it's like, oh, it's a thousand between like seven hundred and a thousand. And I'm like, for some, I could go down to the liquor store and buy the bottle. You gonna give me? You charging me this much just so I can sit down, just so I can have a a private section that I can walk in and out of. No, no. That's why if you go to the club and you see mm-hmm. it packed out with 
more than seven people, it's because they're splitting that bill. Okay. Absolutely. Right, but even still, between seven people, that's still a dumb amount of money. But it's not that bad if you split it. Like, I went to an event, I'm probably going to say who I went to it for, but I went to an event where uh, as soon as we walked in, they wanted to grab a bottle. I look at them, they look at me, I said, well, I'm not going to be the broke bitch in the group. So clearly, let's get this fucking bottle. Let's do that. Everybody paid their way except mm. an actual person that made the agreement in the first place. They get so pissed and drunk that they go and be like, oh, I didn't pay my uh, my tab. So I kindly um, dragged their ass into the ATM across the street, um, used their PIN number, and got the money back to go back in the club. I'm not paying for that shit. The reason being, it was too much already. I wasn't accustomed to club culture anyways, but I'm not going to pay for something that you yourself enunciated that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I was just fine being there in VIP and talking to people. You said they want to get a bottle breath. You going to pay for that bottle. Mm-hmm. So this is another question. I have well, a tangent question. For as a man, when you go to the club and you are posted up with your dudes in mm-hmm. the section, what is the 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 thought process? What's the conversation? Because when I be in there and dudes are just sitting together with a bottle just, and there's no women around them, I'm like mm-hmm. they're not trying to get women to come to the section. Because I'm like, That's isn't that kind of part of the allure? You get the bottle to you know, and y'all just talking to each other. Y'all could have did this in your living room. So, I can't speak on I that. Know the I know the answer to that. that. I've never been I in think. a section where it's just a bunch of dudes and no women. Usually, you bring two with you. Or you bring somebody there with you like to help with the bottle. So, essentially, the last time I went out to a club on a table, it was with a bunch of my boys uh, yeah, I knew from before. And um, everybody brought two apiece. So, it was four of us, eight girls. It was straight. Now, the aspect of getting a table with a bunch of dudes, that sentence doesn't make sense to me because I'm not splitting this bill with a bunch of dudes to go home just to be like, oh man, we did good today. You froze. You flexing for? What is the purpose of the club? Because the purpose we went there for was we went there because it was someone's birthday. Not, a, not none of the dudes' birthday because the dudes didn't care. We could have done exactly what you said of going home and buying this bottle and going in these streets and having fun. The ambiance or the scenery was for the birthday girl. So that's why we did it. But for myself, going to a club with a bunch of dudes and spending a bill with a bunch of dudes. Right. I don't like my brain is trying to <laughs> I, look, please. I, I I don't know what that's for. I, I feel like that. dudes do it for a reason though. Like I feel like when you see like those dudes in VIP and they just sitting there, it's like okay, we floss and we paid to get here, so that means we got money. So we're gonna attract the honeys that wanna that that looking for a dude with money. Like I think that's what the what the whole thing is is for the guys to kind of do that. Now, if you wanna attract that type of woman, so be it. That's on y'all. No offense, to anybody that's like that. I mean, but but they're easy to take home though. Those women that actually see you in the club at that actual venue and you. I'll pop a bottle and have fun. And then you get the girls once you get there. They're easy to take home because they like what they see. They don't even care about you as a person or what you have to offer or you as an actual human being. It's just like, that nigga bought a table tonight. I'm going to go and see what he's talking about. That's pretty much what that mindset comes from. I was going to say something so wrong. If you're going to do all that, why not just get a prostitute? It's cheaper. Technically speaking, I don't know. Technically speaking, I told them that having this conversation. But 
the culture. This is the reason. Ooh, no, just, sorry, Irma's face through me. <laughs> I told, look, I went to this before, uh, back in my uh, Nightwalker. Get you yeah, a back in my lady of the evening. Yeah, back in my younger days, I was like, we're going to spend this bottle for this. I said, I know a girl in five weeks I can take care of. I was like, Rob, Rob, Rob. I said, what, is, what you want me to do? And, and my brain was like, uh, my sister that knew me from that brand was like, well, we can't do that anymore. We got I said, what? But clearly, once again, I'm from a different era. The aspect of spending that type of money does not equate to me because you can just go do that over there. Like, but D, to your point, yes. A prostitute will be a lot uh, cheaper. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna be also agree with the prostitution that we're talking about. It's um, prostitution. I'm what? No. What? Yes. D D said she wants to have. Come on. No. 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 That's not what we. That's not what. That's not what. Somehow he turned me saying that the person should get a prostitute into a prostitution ring, and I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm I'm far removed from that. What the hell? Like, never been a part of it, but don't want to be near it. Far removed, far removed. No. Okay. Um, you said what? 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 My brain is still trying to process how we got to this part of the conversation. Because we were talking about dudes in the VIP who I was saying, like, the reason why they there is because they're trying to attract women in a way kind of shallow. But, like, it's very shallow. Don't say we all that's, can, that's a lot. We all have shallow, shallow moments. I can't shallow. even sit up here and lie and act like I haven't liked when I got chosen to go into the VIP section. You know, that's cool. But I'm like, I'm like, I thought that was the reason why people would like want to have bottles mm. um, to like attract the people that they want to have fun with. You know, go home, or potentially, or you know. That's why, like, men... Like, you can't act like men haven't bought you drinks at the club, D. They absolutely have. I've seen them do it. So. I want to hear D's response. Cause right. he, um, so, um... Is it a flex to invite somebody into I the I mean, VIP you can go out to the lounge and get your, your your drinks paid for, like, the last time I went out. You didn't answer that question, but I appreciate it. I did answer the question. Matter of fact, y'all have both seen that happen. It's happened recently, too. God damn. Absolutely. Okay. What you mean? We've right. known you for over a decade. Mm-hmm. We've seen it happen on multiple occasions. What are you talking about? What are we even talking about? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? So moving. Hold yeah. on. But um, the, th- the the flex of being able to invite somebody over to the section, that's what I'm, I was wondering why people would like not want to do that if you have purchased a bottle you just sitting there stern faced. With your, you know, with your boys. Mm. You no, know, that's a reason for, for what, what Dee described, what you just said right now. Essentially, bringing people into VIP to get the emotion going, to get that, uh, the ambiance, the seating, the, I know, like, not y'all per se, but you go to your and say, her feet hurt. If she sit down in this VIP, I get her in the shop, she's going to be like, oh, thank you for talking about that. And then you start a conversation, whatever the fuck you want to do, cool, you do that. But it's easier said than out there in the sea of people trying to go to get that versus being already over here, which I'm already over here, to talk to them one-on-one and try to, like... Yeah, get your ass up. Get the... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you want to do. So... Get up and get up and go talk to somebody. That's what I'm saying. Why are you standing there, sitting there? Right. You can't be like, hey, girl, you want a drink? Like, no. So, like, the way... I look at VIP now is I will gladly pay for it because we're old and I want to sit down. My knees, my ankles, and my feet don't work like they used to. Like okay. the worst, I know last time I went to R&B on the water when they were still having it at, um, was it, National Harbor. 
What the boomerang boat? Um, no, not that one. They do the tours out of there though. But um, like so they had it. What is that place? The the what's that hotel? Gaylord. It was at the Gaylord, I believe. Um, so go to that last year, and it was cool. It was packed out and whatnot. But I was like, it hit me then. I'm like, I'm getting all this shit. Like, I can't. I don't want to stand. I don't. I don't want to stand. I, I would like to sit down and enjoy my time. This whole standing thing, like, so events like that that I put into the lounge category is kind of like, okay, let me just. How many of us are going? Y'all want to split this table? We get in. It's part of our mission. At least we got somewhere to sit. If we want to get up and walk around and talk to other people, we can do that. But at least we have somewhere to come back to and sit. Um, I think that's a big thing for me too with being in like a regular lounge space is like the ability to have that time to sit and i think when you do not to say back in the day when we go to the clubs and stuff that you know the relationships between friendships wasn't meaningful it was we were just younger now mm-hmm. it's a little bit different because you have more conversation and it's more listening than it is you know superfluous stuff that doesn't matter like superfluous that's very well said it's deeper conversations than the surface level stuff of what's going on that's why when we have our podcast yeah we want to talk about the things that are going on in society Mm. the social things like but how does that relate to our lives how does that affect Mm. us how does that it has a a deeper connotation to it um more personalized than just talking about you know oh we saw world star we was right was a big thing while we were in school you see that world World star like It like there was a point I got to in college where I was listening to the type of conversations that were going on around me and it was just constantly gossip and it was yeah bashing other people saying stuff like that and I was like okay I got so tired of it it was so toxic I had to think about like what spaces I was in and then what conversations that actually fed me and when I went to those spaces mm-hmm. where they were encouraging and I realized that the type of person that I am and the type of conversations I enjoy that are constructive and powerful mm-hmm. and um, not just talk about who I am as a person, but how empowering it affects the community I live mm. in and the yeah. spaces that I want to move in. So those were exactly empowering. They spoke power to me. They spoke power to those communities also. So like the quality of conversation has actually absolutely changed in the past decade for me. And I think that's important. Yeah. And I think be that's a, a maturity thing and it happens for everybody. And like, y'all already knew me my last year when I was like, it's like, I'm trying to graduate. That's number one. But it's like, same thing that you were talking about happened with me as well. I'm just like, a lot of the stuff that people be talking about is stupid. Like, it's dumb. And I don't want to, I already know. I was like, ghost. Over it. When it got like, to just bashing, when you just realized the conversations you're having were not uplifting at all. Right. Like, I can either continue to be a part of this problem or him, you know. Not be a part of it at all or kind of speak and be like, hey, don't talk about that. And then people hate you for doing that. So, um, like, can we not talk about this? No, we all talk about it. You think you better because you don't want to talk about it. Like, I didn't say I was. I just don't want to. Don't want to talk about it. You said what? I would would just go. I'm like, okay. You said just tell people I am. You ever like, you're like, you better than. Ralph Parkey, I'm like, wait a minute. You you gave me the out. That's that's what I'm gonna take out. You told me that was better. Okay, that's what. Usually that's what I do. I'll be like, yeah. Whatever they say, I just say yeah. So if they say something positive, negative, I just say yeah. Keep it going. Oh, I've gotten to that place now as well too. So whenever I hear something now that's kind of like doesn't serve me or it's just dumb or somebody says something like off kilter to me, I'm just like, okay, not my regular okay because y'all know me. But it's just like okay, you got it. Okay. 
So for the podcast um, clarification, D has five OKs, and I will over the course of this podcast, I will explain to you what each OK means as she says them, like a commentator for sports. As she goes forward and gives you each OK, because each OK has a different K. There's one K with an asterisk. There's another K with like five Ks on it. There's another like there's just OK. Like there's levels, but just and then. The, the the okay be the okay, one that gets me every time it takes me out. Okay, okay that's not, like, my like friend is like question dot dot dot. Yeah, that's okay. It's 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 like five of them joints. That's the I'm hearing you, but am I really hearing you? I'm hearing you, but I'm not here. No, that's a okay. Like I'm hearing you, but I'm like not. I'm the... <laughs> not okay with like I'm not hearing you at all, but I'm exactly the, I'm not okay. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, you have yeah, so. It levels to it. All right. So, last but not least, before we get out of here, good people, is the decor. The decor of clubs and lounges has actually been merging recently mm. because they want you to go to have more of a different feel. So, say, for example, you go to a club and have the little, the fake tree things, the fake little leaves on the wall with the little words. Like, talking you about be, that at brunch? You should be yeah. here. What's oh it called? God. It's called like a green it's wall or something like that. Something like this greenery. They are everywhere. I have, a, I have several pictures. Up a smoothie shop. It's in his smoothie. I said, yeah, I seen that. It, it, it's a little, little treat thing. Talking about some, you should be healthy here. I didn't want one to beach like in big bold letters. I went axe throwing out. and they had it at the axe throwing place and I took a picture with, with it. Yeah. What did it say, bitch? No, hold on. I'll find it. But anyway, keep continuing talking. It was back but in December. Yes. Clubs and lounges, they are blurring the lines within decor. Because we spoke upon well, within a podcast of the pricing, the seating, the uh, ambiance. They're trying to go to blur the line between the two to either raise prices up or to give you the feel of, yes, you are in a club. You can shake your ass, whatever you want to do or whatnot. But Elegant. you want to take this picture over here for IG. You know, you walk up, you have the choice to do both. So, lady, what y'all think about the decor between clubs and lounges? You hit the nail on the head. You made the excellent point of people changing up the decor so that their establishment is photo ready. People want to take photos in there. They're going to post photos and then they're going to tag where they're at because they want people to come in. That is free advertisement for the business. It's just business sense. Like when you see that photo wall as society, it looks different on photos than it does in person. It's just a little wall Mm -hmm. up in the corner off to the side of the bar upstairs. But when you look at it in a photo, it looks like it's lit, it's live. You want to come and be there. So, um, I would say same thing. Everything is blurred now, and everything is geared towards social media. So it's like, um, make it social media bolo. I don't know if that's word. Just made it up, but um, yeah, quotable. We gotta be. Oh, that's not a word. That's that's not a made up word. That's a real word. But yeah, yeah, so like, I feel like everything is geared towards that. If it's not geared towards that, most people aren't want to go to go same thing with the rooftop concept with everything now oh it's a wow. rooftop Everybody it's up rooftop. it's upstairs and you get these beautiful views and this mm-hmm. is the appeal to it and some of this makes me think like how much more are we going to change how much more are we going to be intrigued about some of the stuff that we have for entertainment like eventually this is going to get boring and then what's going to come next like what comes next because at this point i kind of feel like we're at the end and it's like what what more can you do i know speakeasies are starting to become a thing which are cool like me and you went to one irma like and that was cool or whatnot but i'm like okay once you get inside it's just like every other lounge all right like people fighting over tables right now if i go out and people get to fighting i'm gonna just leave 
I don't got time. I'ma just yeah. leave. It's time to go. I'm not messing with it. I'm not no. Mm-hmm. That's a place I know I don't I don't need to be. I know it's some I do have some places that I would like to visit that are new that have opened though. I will say that. I've heard good mm-hmm. things. But um yeah. You know. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. That's pretty much it. I just wanna go to new places. A new place out in Laurel that opened. It's a place out in I think it's out in Bowie Town Center. It's not the joint where they did our homecoming at last year. It's uh, it's, uh, it's where um the beer Duclaw used to be at. Apparently that's a club now. Out in Bowie. Yeah. It's not a, I've never stepped foot in Claw. Me either. I always rolled past it. That's where all the white people was in the middle of this black area of the county. Um, but um, they turned they turn into like a, I guess it's an African spot, African club spot now that's out there. Um, who else? Afrobeats has done a lot for that African club scene. So yeah. like we appreciate that. That is also influenced, I think, the lounge versus club vibe because mm-hmm. When you go to uh, international clubs, like women, they South dance. Africa, People they dance. dance. It is still loungy. Yeah. They have the vibe. You sit, you get a table because you like, it's included in the price. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to sit, you get a hookah, you get food, it's included. But like people are dancing around the tables, dancing in the, so the, the what people are bringing from overseas here, um, that vibe. Also, I think has influenced the club scene because you coming from overseas to spend your money to just stand, right? Please. What? Yeah, you ready to work? You ready to work? <laughs> and it's like, plus, I want to explore new places. I'm tired of driving in DC because parking sucks. I don't want to pay twenty dollars to park somewhere where you're gonna jam my car into what it looks like a Tetris tray. And no, I'm cool. <laughs> like, yo, all right. So there's a garage. Mm-hmm. That is off of 14th and U Street. It's off 14th Street. Whenever you go down there, because where's the place? Um, it's, dang it. Law Society. It's like around that area, but it's off 14th okay. Street. So that garage there, it's a garage there that fills up. And then there's also like um, a parking area that's there you can park. So if the garage is full, you got to park in a parking area. They be having them cars packed up in there tight for $20. They be moving people's cars, backing people's cars. And move. I'm like, look, ain't nobody tell you to play one of them little table puzzles that we used to have as a kid to get my dog on car out when I'm ready to leave. Oh when you're ready to go. You'd be paying $20 for Right. And I'm just like, I can't do it parking in D.C. Like, even after my birthday, after we went to brunch, hung out in D.C., down on U Street, had to park all the way down the street like to even get to decent parking and then because i guess it was pride weekend they had um what is it streets closed off so you couldn't even park on the streets you normally would park on so i'm like what the heck i said what is going on then a whole parade came through and we were like i guess this is it so that's the reason why the streets was closed off i guess it was i'm an ally so yay y'all had fun in june in dc so yeah so i was just like all righty cool like, yeah. yeah, it sounds like a good time. But, but no, DC. Um, so that's why DC like club scene like owners have been spanning out to into Maryland, up mm-hmm. Georgia Avenue, and also down into Ver- Northern Virginia. Yeah, like, I seen that. Alexandria. I was just if like metro accessible. They're like, well, here's another option, and it, it has been booming. Arlington is actually not a bad area. It's not. It's not. Clarendon isn't, isn't either. Um. <laughs> But yeah, but what's up, bro? What you got? What you got? What you got? What you got? What you got, I mean, got the next portion that we get into before we get out of here, good people, is they go into VR, virtual reality. So essentially, you're going to go and get to a clubs. Right. It's a very weird dynamic. 
the aspect of you oh, being in the club and being somewhere, you we're getting so remember D was like, yo, how far are we gonna get to? Mm. We're getting so and so far in between a party essentially is people having fun, maybe drinking, smoke, whatever you wanna do with music and just coming together. That's literally the basis of a party. Why do I feel obviously, like I know where he's going? Obviously food too and whatnot. Chill. People having those mindsets and going to these uh, events and paying money for, essentially people are going to start going in and being like, all right, what else can I do here that I either can't do at home or I got to go and pay more money for? If I can just do stuff at home, like we said before, I can just be in my house with these bottles and these friends and be chilling. But if you go to a place and it's a whole nother dynamic you add to it, you can charge more for those dynamics. So I'm cracking up for a reason. See, one of my boys in Thailand... VR headset in a goddamn igloo and thinking that he's at the Arctic. I said, bitch, what are you doing? So we're having a whole argument about the joint. And he's like, yo, like, it was, it was a um, an ice cube thing fucking venue. I was like, well, I'm just going to the Arctic. You got enough money. Just go over there. He said, nah, but I want to do it here. So they had him in VR. In VR. And in hot ass Thailand? Yes. So... Why am I thinking to myself that somebody's going to have a... Eventually, we're going to get to a point where it's going to be VR parties where we all think we're, like, at a virtual lounge and club, but we're drinking at home and, That's like, and turning up and stuff. Kind of like the silent parties, the um, silent That's DJ parties. Like, the similar to that. Parties. Yeah, so, like... I feel like that's coming, but the funny part about it is, it's like once it's said and done, and you take your VR headset off, now you like just drunk on your couch or passed out on your floor. <laughs> like, ain't nobody I mean, there to help you. People like, gonna sell that as a way to decrease. That sounds drunk terrible. I, well, yes, that's good for that, but yeah, but I, oof, I can't imagine the actual people. It's funny. I'm sorry. Like the actual socialization. Yeah, I see that picking up. And also, Rob, what you were saying about people adding drinks to stuff that people weren't realizing, like you can add a bar to before. I've seen three examples in the past three weeks where I saw an example of a laundry mat that's a bar. Have y'all been to Metro Bar yet? Is that a laundry mat that's a bar? No. So apparently it's a place in D.C. where somebody has taken an old Metro rail car and they've turned it into a bar and like a party space. Once again. Here we go. That's what, like that's <laughs> insane, but dope. I kind of like that. Um, because it's actually a bar. And then the other one I saw was a barbershop. Like, Rob, you going to get your face cleaned up, all of that? A barbershop, that's a bar. Well, I mean, a nail place that already beat them to that one. Let me, way. Let me tell that's you right. something. There's places where they have nail the bar offer champagne. going back and forth. Why? Well, you can get shit faced. You better not fuck them. Relax. Oh. But you can go on there, have your fun, get your cognac, and then that cup might cost you a buck twenty. The cut, because you because they've included the the drink, your cut. Like Smith, you got a Smith talking about some. Hey man, that that was a good cut. It's a normal fucking cut. That cut was thirty dollars. And you give him a little tip. Where that extra hundred something come from? Because you fucking Smith and you can't go. I can't even drive. Hey, sit here, man. Don't you got kids and a friend? Hey, tell them come over here and get this cut. And not everybody in there getting the haircut. And you over there in the corner passed out because you can't leave because you did too much at the. <laughs> Yes. After you get your hair cut, you go to the bar, you still socialize, and they've literally turned it passed out. It's about the social spot of the century. So places like that. It's going to come to a point because you have to go to introduce different vices to other places. 
Now, give it. I ain't going to say it's going to take the stream up like from church to drinking. That's just terrible. What I'm <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is, y'all playing. What I'm saying, though, is there's going to come places where you have to introduce new additives to get newer money. Okay. If I'm going to a subway car and there's a butler on a subway car, I'm like, would you like a champagne? So I'm like, okay, well, it's already been charged to your car. Like, there's some places where they're Apple Pay. They have your account when you walk into the store. So essentially, when you pick up the 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 stuff to your cart, oh yeah, to your cart in your right. Amazon has already started Amazon implementing Fresh. that. Yeah, Amazon Fresh yeah. does that. That's scary so as hell. But drinks every time you go to a place, you're like, oh man, I'll take, I'll take that. Like, okay, you have a good day, and you never brought out your wallet. You never talk to nobody, and then you leave that joint. Shit, where my hundred dollars go? That fucking box car you had, the fucking that side car on the metro car, as you just said, mm-hmm. it's gone. These are ways to spend your money. And that's really what bars and lounges are. That's it. You know, how can they optimize on getting you, drawing you in to spend your money? Mm-hmm. And that's and the biggest way that they've changed. Psychologically, they want you to make it easier for you to spend the money. So I don't want you having the thought process of getting to the wallet or your purse to the person. Cool. If I could just cut that middleman out, means let's have you a good time. Let's enjoy yourself. You're spending way more money because you don't know how much money you come on. You just spent exactly. Business. That's what we have, y'all. That's what we have. Well, thank you for taking us down this this tour, this, this reminiscent tour of lounges versus clubs. I, I think it's gonna get to a time, do you like you're saying, where they're not even clubs anymore? Mm-hmm. It's no. either like dive bars. Where you know you Fuck go there for a couch. purpose, and somebody they might start a fight now. versus the lounges. Mm-hmm. In a way, yeah. Fuck up on your couch, going to a mosque, but you know, uh, jump on the dining room table because you don't you know what happened. You look. What happened? Oh shit! You're fucking in your middle. Mhm. Hi, D. Sonia. So yes, thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you, thank you for coming. Well, I was about to say coming out, and all we here. Y'all ain't come here. Thank y'all for opening y'all podcast app, whether it be Spotify. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, where we are. Um, thank you for uh, for opening your podcast app to join us for this episode. This hopefully it's quick. We try to make it as quick as possible. But um, yeah, for the upcoming holiday, y'all stay safe. Well, yeah, for the upcoming holiday, y'all stay safe. Cause it'll drop before then. Uh, don't get too sloshed. To, to all the residents of Maryland who will be able to enjoy their recreational marijuana starting July first. Yay! Um, Clap it up. For those who have positions and jobs where they they um, it's a condition of hiring for you not to indulge. You know, we just here sniff the air. I guess I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yes. Before you get to work all right i'm ready stay safe and we'll be back in another two weeks to give y'all the goods and we appreciate y'all so y'all already know where to find us shouldafficientpod at gmail.com questions inquiries comments concerns if y'all want to cuss us out it's there um chill deficient pod <laughs> on and ig like that, I don't give a damn. And, uh, what, what? oh wanna, my lord so um so yes um okay so yes that's where y'all know where to find us and we'll be back so peace y'all peace bye